0: Hands it along Zamola. Power play. to expires. Zamola shot. They score. It's tipped in front. And Joel Faraby has won it for Philadelphia late in
1: overtime. Yeah, and I think the fans are looking for a penalty as Eric Zedek was breaking away.
0: In a pantheon of tough losses this season for the Minnesota Wild, that one might be the top of the heap. Up 3-1 in the third period. The Flyers score three consecutive, including the overtime winner ouch, the Wilds settle for a point in an overtime loss to the Flyers. Welcome to the post-game show. Kevin us downstairs, upstairs in the Al Shaver Press Box. That's Tom Reed, and Tom, that one's going to leave a mark.
1: Yeah, that, that one certainly is disappointing, Kevin, no question But I thought Minnesota was going to be able to hang on that third period, but uh, you know, give the Flyers some credit. They came back, scored in the two in the, the third period, then won in overtime to, to take the two points out of this one. But Minnesota really wanted that win tonight. They didn't get it, and now they got to work Extra hire tomorrow night when the Coyotes come to town.
0: Awesome effort by Jules Erickson
1: Eck to spring free, short-handed.
0: goes in all alone and is dragged down. In your opinion, should there have been a penalty for
1: the haul down of Eck on the breakaway attempt? I think more than anything else, Kevin, I think he lost his balance. He was gassed, I think, from being out there for a while, and he was being pressured from the backside. I, I didn't see anything in my mind that resulted in the penalty. I didn't have a chance to see the replay at all. Uh, so I'm not quite sure, but I, I, I didn't see anything that would warrant a penalty on it. Yeah, it's too bad. When
0: you've got a lead 3-1 in the third period, you got to walk away with, with both points, especially on home ice. And we know how precarious things have been through the first 41 games of this season. Uh, this is one that's going to be tough to move on from.
1: Yeah, and you're right. But, you know, when you look at Minnesota, and I said this before in the air, that I think Minnesota's second half of this season, the 41 games remaining are going to should be a little bit easier I would think because of the fact that the east is a better Conference and Minnesota now has played uh, nine games uh, they have nine games remaining against the East uh, after tonight and the majority of the other 32 games will be against the Western Conference so we'll see what happens if there's a lot of good teams in that Western Conference you look at Winnipeg you look at Edmonton what they've done I mean it's going to be a battle to the end
0: and it'll be a battle tomorrow night and right back at it as they host the Arizona Coyotes first look at Matt Dumba in person in a Coyotes uniform I'm sure they're anxious to rub elbows with their old buddy, but I think they're more anxious to grab two points off them.
1: Well, I, th- I think you're right, and the thing is, you know, when you look at the a- Arizona and, of course, Matt going there is, is a big plus for them, but at the same time, I don't think it's been a great year for him in Arizona when you look at his, his numbers. I mean, he's not getting a lot of points like he normally would get. He's just got uh, two goals and three assists on the year right now, so... Uh hopefully that will continue we won't not get too many points but uh, uh we wish him well out, wish him well out there just not when he's playing against Minnesota. Two first tomorrow night during the Wild game? Absolutely as we always do it should be exciting. We got, I mean three home games in a row here. I mean you got and then you got the women's uh, professional women's hockey uh, league uh, playing on Sunday afternoon so a lot of activity in St. Paul. All right Tom, thank you. Thank you. Tom Reed from the Al Shaver press box. Hey, you got the Wild tonight.
0: Then you got them tomorrow night again. It's uh, another game on home ice as they host the Arizona Coyotes. That one's a 645 pregame. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. The PWHL take the ice on Sunday at 3, and then the Wild are back at it to finish up the three-game homestand Monday when they host the New York Islanders, pregame in that one, 445. That feels like a long ways away, and so too is the end of the post-game show, because we got a whole lot more coming your way after a break. Wild fall in overtime to the Flyers. This is Wild Hockey, presented by Excel Energy. So close to just a magical finish by Jule Ericssonek and the Minnesota Wild. Tom Reed thinks he lost his balance, was winded. Some would argue that he was hauled down on the play, and it should have been a penalty and/or penalty shot. Doesn't go that way. No, Jule Ericssonek does not get his third career overtime game winner. Instead, it goes to the other end of the ice, and it's the Flyers that grab the Toyota shift of the game. Tippett it, shifted it off, took a return feed. Lot, hands it along Zamula Power play about to expire. Zamoula shot and score. It's tipped in front.
1: And Joel Farabee has won it for Philadelphia late in overtime. Yeah, and I think the fans are looking for a penalty as, as Erickson was breaking away.
0: Farabee from Zamula and Tippett. The Flyers erase a 3-1 deficit, th- score three consecutive goals, and beat the Wild in stunning fashion. They get it done 4-3 in overtime. Farabee's 14th of the season, second of the night. Is the Toyota Shift of the Game presented by Toyota, official vehicle of the Minnesota Wild? Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. Wild were a perfect 5-0 and pass regulation under John Hines. That comes to a crashing halt. Unfortunately, they've also dropped five straight on home ice. They've lost three in a row and seven of their last eight overall. They fall to 12-9-1 under John Hines. The postgame show continues next. This is Wild Hockey presented by Excel Energy. Parkman's still on it. Rake wide feed. And held in barely by Goligoski. Shot was blocked. Came back to him again. Off to Hartman. It's got. What a bullet that was for Ryan Hartman. Wild never trailed in this hockey game until it was over. Ryan Hartman right there gives the Wild the 2-1 lead. Scoreless first period. The team's exchange goals in the first, including Marcus Johansson, with his sixth of the year, 51 seconds in to the middle frame. 1-1 is your score after two. Go to the third. Hartman gives the Wild the, the lead once again as he puts a, just a frozen rope over Hart's right shoulder. And then 2.50 later, the Wild extend that lead to two. Left wing side offensive zone, Hartman, running the play, leaving it back, Millicent cross, ice, they score! Morning in the right circle! And the Wild have a 3-1 lead! Wonderful play by Middleton, puts it on a tee for Boldy, he bombs it over Hart's glove, 438 into the third, or two minutes and 50 seconds after Hartman made a 2-1, Boldy makes a 3-1 with his 15th of the year, while they're in business, let's coast to win number 552 for Marc-Andre Fleury, of course it's never that easy, three goals over the final 10 minutes or so, 10 and a half minutes. Forrester Cuts the lead to one. Tippett pulls the game even at the 10:56 mark. Those two goals come a minute 25 apart. And then, of course, the Wild lose in overtime and have dropped three in a row. That's your game recap. Despite the, the loss, a couple of good things here. Ryan Hartman, goals in back-to-back games. He's also got six goals in the last 11. Matt Boldy, goals in back-to-back games. Four goals in the last four games. And 14 goals in 22 games under John Hines. Unfortunately, this comes in a losing effort. Mark Andre Fleury will suffer the loss and still remain in search of win number 552. John Hines. When we continue, this is Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. 52 seconds left. Galagoski trying for Johansson. It's turned over. Tippett at the slot. Poked away by Bogosian. Not clear. in with a chance and Flurry to chess save. Yeah, Fleury's going to suffer defeat, but did make a big save at the end of regulation to get this thing past 60 minutes. So at the very least, the Wild do get a point for their efforts. But man, that's got to be frustrating for Marc-Andre Fleury. Still in search of win number 552 will come up short on this night. Now has started six of the last seven games and has lost five of his last six contests, giving up 19 goals against in those losses. He'll fall to 7, 9, and 3 on the season, and on this night makes 31 saves as he falls a 7, 9, and 3 on the year. Carter Hurd, on the other hand, will get the XL Energy big saves of the game. For the Flyers, he makes 26 saves. He stops all 11 he faced in the first. Six more in the second, nine in the third. 26 saves for Carter Hart, who gets the XL Energy. Big saves of the game. John Hines will be with us in a matter of moments. First, let's get inside that wild locker room. Looks like Mark andre Fleury ready to address the
2: media. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was a great start to the third, you know, to, to get that lead. It's something we haven't had, you know, in a while, right? And, um, I don't know, I feel like push too, right? In right. um, the second one, that, I don't know if quick uh quick transition from them, right? Coming back oh. and passing across. And In the other one, uh, I don't know, they were just in his own buzzing a bit and he went across and couldn't see release and it's a tie game, right? Um, but I like the way we, nobody panicked after, right? I think we stuck with it. Pretty good, you know, rest of the third and tough last, though. What did you see on that power play at 4-on-3 in overtime? It seems like you're automatically doomed, but two seconds left. Like you guys only had yeah, a, bit, a yeah. short-handed breakaway. I know. It could have been a call there, too, right? I, keep, I think was ahead of the other guy. Um, but the guys battled battle good in front. Uh, Fabe made a huge save, too, right, on the one-timer on his hand. And, you know, just shot at the end. It's coming high. Guy tips it low, right, and it's front of me. And, um just frustrating right because we're right there right there to get a win we need points you know tough um, to lose there does it
3: feel right there like a uh, big team's game there in spurts it's not full 60 it's not 65 like it's it feeling like you're on the brink for it's it still th- too up and down
2: yeah I, th- I, thought we, I thought this was a good game you know one of a good one lately I think didn't give him too much didn't give him too many um, great chances you no know, one um like like you said, I don't get the lead in the third two so It was uh, it was nice, but um, yeah, still thanks to, to lose it. Yeah.
0: marc Andre Fleury with the media. Here's John Hines in progress.
3: A lot of positives uh, as you guys built that three-one lead. Is there anything you can point to in the second half of that third period that Philadelphia maybe adjusted to and allowed them to come back? No, I think I mean they, they scored the six-on-five goal, but in the uh, on the second goal. You know, we're in a 1 2 2. we got to have our F3 over the top of their guy, and our D can't step outside the dots. So that was a breakdown.
0: Do you feel like, I mean, you know, Ryan was saying that that he felt like the team sat back and should have gone for 4 and 5, or some other guys said that they got a little too loose. I mean, what, what's your opinion on just, are those just two mistakes on those two goals, or did you change the way that you were playing?
3: No, it was just, just what I said. It was mistakes on the goals.
1: Mm hmm. Do you feel you're getting closer to kind of getting out of this little bit slump? Do you feel like you're trending upward versus, you know, remaining stagnant to kind of start getting these ones, just maybe not the results coming?
3: Well, I I think tonight, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Just how disappointing.
0: I mean, you guys played such a good 50 minutes. um, Tight in your own end, uh, you know, not giving up really a lot other than the one bad line change. Just how disappointing is it to have it unraveled the way that it did?
3: Well, you know, it's the the discipline of details there. Like I said, I thought that – you know, you have, a, you have a, a three to one lead with nine minutes left in the game and um, you're in your neutral zone forecheck and, you know, you don't execute the details that you need to have in that situation. For example, your F3 needs to get over to the middle. If the F3 is not there, your D can't step outside the dots. So that to me is wasn't a change of style of play. It's the discipline of details at key moments in the game, particularly when you have a lead that, you know, you have to you have to do your job in those situations. That's the difference in the game.
1: Beneficial
3: to get back at it tomorrow night, then? Yeah, I mean, we get an opportunity right away to get on it, and I think that's important, too. What
1: did you see on the
3: Eric Sinek? Clear-cut penalty. Clear-cut penalty. Uh, Reaches out, grabs his jersey, holds him. You know, it's disappointing that the call wasn't made at that time.
0: To see some pucks go in right now, it's been a... Tough stretch. You've been missing some key guys, and now they're starting to generate offense. I, I watch your blue line. They set up a couple of those goals. How much can that maybe snowball over a three-game homestand when you're playing
1: three games in four nights?
3: Yeah, it's good. I mean, I, I, I thought our attack game was much better. I thought we played faster. I thought we got out of our end, we attacked, we scored some good goals. You know, those are all things that, um, you know, as I said this morning, those things kind of drive our play, and I thought we were a lot better in those areas. Did you get a report on how the three of them got through the morning skate today, Krill, Gus, and Jonas? Uh, yeah, so, so uh, we'll reevaluate again tomorrow morning. All right, thanks, guys.
0: The head coach of the Minnesota Wild is John Hines. You got his verdict. Clear-cut penalty. Direct quote on what should have been called against the attacker in pursuit of Jules Eric's neck. He goes in all alone. He's hauled down in the eyes of John Hines. No penalty called. Instead, moments later, the Flyers go the other end of the ice, and they beat Mark andre Fleury. Wild suff- settle for a point in a uh, disappointing 4-3 overtime loss to the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll wrap things up and get you ready for the Wild and Coyotes right away tomorrow night. Pregame at 645 on most of these same stations. We'll give you a preview of the wild and the desert dogs. When we continue, you're listening to Wild Hockey, presented by Excel Energy. Ow.
1: We're up two goals, and that back the game, and I had a breakaway, and yeah, it sucks. Did you feel like it was a penalty, or, or do you think? Um,
0: I think it's kind of obvious, yeah. Woo, there you go, Jules Ericsson, kind of obvious. You heard what John Hines said in the previous segment as well. Uh, obviously, that's the feeling inside that wild locker room. The Zebras saw it differently. I'll guarantee you the Philadelphia Flyers saw it differently, and the bottom line, The Wild, it's it's unfortunate they were put in that position. They were up 3-1 in the third period, and three straight goals go to the Flyers. Wild lose in overtime, but man, oh man, when you've got a two-goal cushion in the final frame, you like to close it out, it doesn't happen tonight, and instead, 18,473 leave XL Energy Center, disappointed as the Wild suffer an overtime defeat. They've lost five straight at home. Overall, they've dropped three in a row and seven of their last eight. They They've all to 12, 9, and 1 under John Hines. Mark andre Fleury suffers the loss. He's lost five of his last six and still remains patiently waiting for win number 552 so he can clear the bar set by Patrick Watt. That's your game recap up next. Right away tomorrow night, the homestand continues, and it's the return of Matt Dumba, signed A. One-year deal with the Arizona Coyotes this offseason. After 10 years here in the state of hockey, tomorrow night it's his first game back against his old buddies, and he'll be joined by Jason Zucker, Nick Bugstad, and others. Coyotes have lost four of their last five into the matchup, plus have lost 14 of 18 to the Wild, dating back to 2019. Wild and Coyotes pregame at 645 tomorrow night. Puck drops at 7 o'clock on most of these same stations. Special thanks to Colin Landsteiner, Zach Halverson, Jackson Reebel, Dylan Dan, Daniel and Aaron Sickman. And for Joe O'Donnell and Tom Reed, I'm Kevin Falnaz. Sleep tight. We'll catch you tomorrow night back here in St. Paul on the Minnesota Wild Radio Network.
1: You've been listening to Minnesota Wild Hockey. Marcus
0: Johansson, cross ice, a shot by control. He scores!
1: Join us next time, right here, for more Wild Hockey action. Back
0: out in front. Skate, save, flurry, robbing, writer. then he fought off the rebound from Appleton.
1: Wild Hockey is an exclusive presentation of the Minnesota Wild, the National Hockey League, and the Minnesota Wild Radio Network.